Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast with Hida, Jesse, and MJ. In this week's episode, we'll be discussing Netflix's 33rd film, the 2017 comedy Sandy Wexler. It's directed by Stephen Brill, stars Adam Sandler, Jennifer Hudson, Kevin James, Terry Crews, Rob Schneider, Colin Quinn, Nick Swardson, and Lamorne Morris. Hello. G'day, mate. A lot of familiar names in that cast yeah. when you think of Adam Sandler. <laughs> and a familiar director from um, yes. Netflix standards, I think. Yeah. I think he's done like six films with Sandler like yeah. in his time. And obviously the last couple. Yeah. He's the do-over, yeah, was the... Uh, do-over. Yeah, yeah, do-over. So uh, repeat director on Netflix. Mm. This is this our first one? I think so. I'm pretty pretty sure it's the first one, yeah. 33 films in we've had, yeah. 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 So we always kick off our show with the fast flicks where each presenter does a quick little summary of the film. Peter, kick us off. All right, mate. So, set in LA in the 1990s, Sandy Wexler is a talent manager with a stable of oddballs and losers. One day, he discovers a singer with genuine talent and is suddenly faced with the challenge of managing a client who could actually make it big. This is literally, like, exactly the same as mine. (laughs) There's, like, a few words that are different. It's Hollywood in the 1990s, and Sandy Wexler is a talent manager to a ragtag group of eccentrics. When he stumbles across a singer bound for stardom, his managerial skills are put to the test as he continues to navigate himself through the industry. Sounds like we watched the same movie. (laughs) Really, it's even paced the same. Yeah. (laughs) Nice. I've said, an LA talent manager discovers the next big star. This is their story. Well, that's kind of the second half of our Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just didn't talk about the, uh, the ragtag group of oddballs. Did, didn't need to talk about the rest of his... Samin, Jesse said LA, you said Hollywood. Was yours <laughs> LA until you heard mine? So you nah, thought, nah. I better change another word in it. It's a good point. No. Yeah. It's a good point. No, the words were quite different. Yeah. Did well yeah, but I guess you had the same, same message. But I had, you had to mention the fact that the ragtag group had Kevin... You just ignored Kevin James. Like, completely. Just for you. Just for you. <laughs> MJ's favourite. Well, wanted to make sure that MJ picked up on my dislike of Kevin James. <laughs> he was much better in this than he was in... What was the last one we watched? Uh, the True Memoirs. True Memoirs. He was much better in this. He was that. excellent in True Memoirs. It was debatable. It was fantastic in this thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I can't believe he didn't get an Oscar for this role. Uh, it's making me sad. Good, good mustache, actually. Real good mustache. <laughs> good hand movements. I'll tell you what, I'm not going to move my hands like that. So, film history. What, what do we learn about this film? Um, so it's based on Adam Sandler's real life talent manager, Sandy Wernick, and it was kind of done as like a roast to him. Hmm. Did you know, like, I didn't know whether this was based on a true story or not, right? No, I had no idea. So I start watching this film and I'm like, okay, Stanley, and I'm, I'm like 70% sure it's based on a true story for some reason. And I reckon I watched the first like hour of the film thinking it's a true story because none of it's like crazy unbelievable. And I'm like stopping myself from like Googling um, Courtney Clark because I'm like, oh, I wonder what happens with her career. And, yeah. <laughs> and then, but the whole time I'm thinking like these, uh, every time they cross back to the people who are kind of talking about him, mm. in the, in, at, you find that's the wedding at the end. I'm like, this seems really forced. Like yeah. if they really knew Sandy, why would they? And that was the only thing that got me. And uh, seriously, like I reckon by the end of it, I realized it wasn't real. Yeah. But it took me so long to, I was just so in limbo. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm just not sure if this is real or not. I, I didn't want to Google during the film. Yeah. They gave you, that's a good job of selling the film to you. Yeah, it was. And, and as we say, every time we watch films, we, we don't know anything about them going into it. So yeah. just, it would have very easily been, I'm sure I was one of very few that knew, <laughs> that thought it wasn't real. Man, I, I seriously did. Uh, the house. Yeah. That house is um, the same one from Billy Madison, the mansion. That's awesome. I wish I had known that while I was watching cool. it. 
and also from the Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather pops up in the Godfather. It's the scene where the severed horse um, mm. head. Oh on. yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, it's like the only scene in LA in uh, in the Godfather. Godfather yeah. Mm. yeah. The the girls are Adam Sandler's daughters again. So yep. family affair. Yeah. Watching the credits are a lot of Sandler's in there. His wife's in his there wife's as well. Family. She yeah. he brings her back for another one. He's literally like these these films he's doing for Netflix. It's like part of his deal. He's like yeah, yeah but I get to like yeah. cast my friends and my family. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, no worries. That's, <laughs> that's all they are. Just his friends and family. Just it annoyed together me. And Rob Schneider is like the eighth listed name on yeah. the cast, and he's in it in like. Two hours in for about three seconds. Yeah, I hear his voice a little bit beforehand, but you actually only see him, like yeah, in the in the very end. And he's, I think, he's cast in between Terry Crews and the guy who plays Bling from the from the record. Yeah, who both semi semi main characters. Well, Bling was pretty main character. (laughs) Terry Crews you don't meet till about an hour in. But at least when he's in it, he's in it. Yeah. but it just annoys me. Because <laughs> I, I, I knew Rob Schneider would be in this film and I like uh, Rob Schneider. So yeah. I was like, oh, good, I'm looking forward to seeing some Rob Schneider. <laughs> there were lots of factual and continuity continuity errors. I'm sure there were. Heaps <laughs> and heaps. And I just looked at it and I'm like, I can't be bothered looking through these because there were so many. So <laughs> many. Uh, so yeah, I didn't write any down. <laughs> you know what? But, from, but we're just sure there, there would have been a lot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. It didn't bother me watching the film. If you can enjoy it, I don't think the the Sandler and their crew care that much about no. that <laughs> part of it. Sandler so. don't care that much these days. They're not trying to uh, to win awards with these mm. films, but they're still trying to entertain. So, so the the third of eight movie deal he's got at the moment. So this was the one where he got re-signed after this one, wasn't it? Was this yeah. the, I think this is the one where they said we'll give you another. I'm pretty sure just before this one got released. Yeah, so he he originally signed a four-movie deal. I'm pretty sure just before this one came out, they gave him another four. So what was the fourth in the the first deal? Obviously, we've got... Uh, I'm not sure what the fourth one is. It's a serious one, I think. Oh. I've seen it on Netflix. Is his stand-up included in the eight movies? Yeah, I think it is. Oh, okay. Stand-up counts as one. Okay. Okay. Which is very good if you haven't watched it, listeners. Well worth listening. Yeah, I I really enjoyed watching. Really enjoyed watching Mm. it. I haven't, but we'll get on it then. Yeah. Okay, that would make yeah. sense then. Maybe that was the fourth one, the stand-up. Maybe. So, yeah, so we obviously had um, Ridiculous Six, yep. then we had The Do-Over, and, and then Sandy, Sandy Wexler, Wexler. Yep. and then the new one, it's called, or the next one after this is called The Mayowitz Stories. It's what? called New and Selected. Do you know what date that is? So it's 2017 as well. Okay. Yeah, interesting. So that was before, before the stand-up. Yeah, it's, yeah. A comedy, <laughs> it's a comedy drama because it's got not only Adam Sandler, it's got Ben Stiller, Dustin Hoffman, Hmm. Um, Thompson. Thompson. Yeah, so. Say what you want about Adam Sandler, he knows how to get a cast. Oh, he can be. He's he obviously can pull people in. He's obviously a likable man in Hollywood. Yeah, got lots of friends. Yeah. Lots of friends. Uh, con- critical sort of consensus was pretty ordinary. Pretty poops. Yeah. It was twenty-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. <clears throat> yeah, on twenty-two reviews, and the uh, the audience score of forty percent liked it. When you Google this, it says eighty-two percent of Google users liked this film. And I would never write that down normally, but it was so vastly so different, different to everything yeah. else I was reading. So I, I, I'd be frank, I don't yeah. actually know what constitutes a Google user liking a film. Yeah, but it's just down the side of <laughs> yeah, Google. Yeah, that's what I read. Okay. Give it that up or down. Interesting. Thing you can write a comment. Yeah. Well, well, I liked it on Google. Yeah, Wetterbox was 2.1 out of 5 from a bit over 3,000 ratings. And IMDb was 5.1 out of 10. Uh, from almost 12,000 ratings. It's pretty high on the IMD ratings. It's, it's a lot higher than the other ones. Yeah. Oh, marginally. <laughs> Five compared to what? Yeah, four. Yeah. So I guess, I guess, what are our early thoughts? What? I'm very much in favour of uh, most other people, it seems. I really didn't like this movie. <laughs> I, 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 thought, I thought it was crap. <laughs> 
<laughs> I did. I did like it. I um, I think it's. I think I just can't fight the fact now that I just I really like Adam Sandler. Yeah. I think he's really funny. I thought out of the last few films he's done, this was the best. Um, and I thought his job in this was was excellent. I thought Sandy Wexler was a pretty, pretty interesting, pretty well fleshed out character. Um, and I genuinely liked the film, and I liked a lot of the. Um, I like. I chuckled enough at a lot of the one liners. When we get to favorite scenes, yeah. I've got a few that scenes that I liked, but then also just a few one liners. Yeah. As well. So no, I, I thought it was pretty good. Okay. But it was slow. It was very slow. Oh, it was slow, wasn't it? Some and of the long. scenes, scenes were too long yeah. at times, yeah. and in, it should not have been over two hours. Yeah. This film, no way. So I mean, I so I really didn't like this movie, but it was basically because I hated. Sandler's voice that he put on I couldn't watch it did you like Billy Madison it was drunk, it was drunk Billy Madison uh, see I, I I love Billy Madison but I don't know this was just so, <laughs> like when the movie starts and you go and like, you're interviewing like you know those, those people and I'm like oh cool you know I know these famous people and then it goes to Sandler crossing the street and the Chewy Peppers are playing and I'm like oh, okay yeah this is good this is good and then Sandler speaks and I'm like ah oh, nah <laughs> this is just not I, I, I couldn't stand his voice and also they were making fun of it and like his uh, his laugh and clap and I just hated watching that and just got to the point where I just hated watching him on the screen because I just couldn't stand listening to his voice so it's clearly what um, mm. what's his name Sandy well, yeah what would sound oh, like yeah, yeah, well, yeah he's real life man the real life yeah. Sandy Wernick Sandy Wernick because yeah. I, was, I was watched an interview this morning actually of Conan O'Brien with Adam Sandler on it talking about Sandy Wexler and Sandy Werner was just there kind of sitting to the side so he didn't actually speak but every time Adam Sandler was talking about like anecdotes with mm. with Sandy he would put on the voice because oh, okay, yeah. apparently they were saying to Sandy like when um, when they found out they were making a film kind of about him they were like oh are they doing your voice and he's like yeah and he's like are they doing are they talking about the way that you eat and he's like yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> 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 oh don't do that <laughs> it, it was good you've been practicing that <laughs> we might cut that out of the sound <laughs> <laughs> send that in to Adam Sandler we might get uh, sued yeah I've used it what did you think Jesse uh, so like going in like you know it's an Adam Sandler film so you've yeah. got to have your expectations at a certain level when yeah. you go in so if you start low, you might be pleasantly surprised. I, I mean, I had seen this one, so and That's I to put it. and I remember enjoying it when I did watch it, but it took sort of halfway in before I could work out again why I enjoyed it because the first <laughs> hour I was like, "Did I really like this film?" Because yeah, the first hour yeah. was yeah dragged, yeah. Oh, did drag. Mm. There were two other reasons why I think I like this film, um, and one of which. You won't normally see an Adam Sandler film, but I could listen to Jennifer Hudson sing oh, forever. Mm. She, she was has good. one of the most... And I've, like, have you seen Dreamgirls? Yeah. No. Man, she won, she won, she won, she won I know. Yeah. She blew me away in Dreamgirls. Obviously, she she win American Idol or was she just in it? No, she, she was like the Ricky Lee Coulter. She, she, yeah, she didn't win, yeah, did she? No, yeah. she but she has just a killer voice. Every now and then, you just get to sit back and really enjoy that. I think I think when she was on American Idol, she had like the circle of life from memory. I'm pretty sure that was oh, like yeah. a big moment. It was huge. That would have been good, actually. Yeah, um, I remember watching that. Fan- yeah. Was that the season Fantasia Barino one? I feel like it is. They were very similar <sighs> in the same season. Fantasia had a booming voice too. <laughs> booming voice. Sorry, sorry about the American. There's more American Idol comments later too. Okay. Oh, can't wait. I've, I've got more. I've we'll learn some new things. <laughs> and there, yeah, it's just Kevin James is in it. I love Kevin James. So this was released April 14th, 2017. Netflix drop. Mm-hmm. Filmed in and around LA, like we spoke about before. Uh, that's I love I love films about Hollywood too. Yeah. I've always I always yeah. have, and you know what? Probably this is on the lesser scale of it. Um, mm. But I, I just find that world interesting and intriguing. So they they filmed at the Six Flags 
um, Magic Mountain theme park. Yeah. That was cool. I like seeing the roller coaster. And I also really liked the Griffith Observatory at the end, which, you know, if, if you've seen Rebel Without a Cause or Lala. Is it the, like, oh, is it the same one as yeah, Rebel Without a Cause? Yeah. That, that observatory at the end. But yeah, yeah I, I just love Planet that location. Yeah. yeah, that location is just so yeah, iconic. as well, yeah. yeah. so iconic. It's in so many films, but Rebel Without a Cause is, you know, probably the one that you can think of the most. Lots of lots of cameos. Did you guys? <laughs> That's the way. Did you write down? I, I started writing down every person that popped up on screen. Go. Of course, of course. And I, I reckon you did yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it with any film. Of course you did, but you didn't. <laughs> so yeah, you got? yeah, Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Conan, Jay Leno, Chris Rock, David Spade, Dana Carvey. I wrote Chris Rock again, so I must really like. Chris <laughs> he won the night more than once. So I'll give you that. <laughs> Quincy Jones, Weird Al Yankovic. And I was like, the dude from the do-over with his testicles. Yep. I, <laughs> I did. Know, I, I've got him mentioned later on. <laughs> the ball sweat guy. Yeah. Oh, man. I was just like, when I saw him, I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> your favorite guy from the do-over. <laughs> and then, um, obviously, there were a lot of product placements in this as well. Like, a lot. Coca-Cola was a huge one. Um, there's one scene where he goes into that supermarket and there's, like, the Band-Aids and the Johnson & Johnson, just this blocked-out section. I was like, oh, <laughs> this is annoying me. And then, like, absolute vodka. And then Mountain Dew a bit as well. And I was like, that's a bit weird because Coke, Mountain Dew, different brands. But mm-hmm. uh, They're paying the money, though. Probably, yeah. My other thing, my, my American Idol other thing was Clay Aiken. So so Jennifer Hudson played that. He found, what was the, what sort of animal was that? Was it a duck, a chicken? It was a chicken. A, a goose? Ugly, ugly duckling. So ugly yeah, duckling, yeah, right? So yeah. it's a swan or so a she was a, yeah. little duckling. Duckling, all right. So she was playing the duckling. And then when they go back to the park later, there's a dude playing the duckling. Was that Clay Aiken? That was Clay Aiken, yeah. <laughs> That was Clay Aiken, who was runner-up to Ruben Studdard. I was listening, thinking, okay. that doesn't sound too bad. <laughs> so he came runner-up in American Idol, like, the second season. So it was just oh, like, that's, that's funny. Nice that's funny. Cool. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> Did you think that Alfred was going to end up being Weird Al? Where do you get referencing Alfred at the start? I'd seen it. So oh, yeah. Uh, no, I didn't know. <laughs> that, was, that was a great day. I was like, that's Weird Al. It didn't, still didn't even click. Yeah. It's like, Alfred. I'm like, Alfred. <laughs> <laughs> Any, anything, any other thing? Like, it got nominated for a few awards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you sure? see that? No. <laughs> so, um, Jennifer Hudson was nominated for Best Actress in a Comedy of the Teen Choice Awards for this film. Okay. And it actually won an award. It won the Californian On Location Award team for Best Independent Feature. Really? Yeah. It does not feel independent. At, at where? <clears throat> the Cali- they're called the um, Cola Awards, the California On Location Awards. Okay. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, and also got nominated for another award there for the location team of the year features. So there you go. Okay. Won a, this is an, this won an award. I enjoyed this movie. It didn't feel like an award-winning movie though. <laughs> uh, what, talk about some characters. Yeah. So one of the reasons that I liked this film probably more than other recent Adam Sandler films, I, I thought Sandy Wexler as a character was so damn likable. Like I just liked him so much. And I wanted everything to turn out good for him. It's funny because they set him up as this guy. It's like, oh, he's a chronic liar. And I'm like, oh, that's a terrible trait. But like, as we sort of said, he's... <laughs> yeah, I like to think to yeah. <laughs> But he's got the... He's got the... I mentioned the voice of a drunk Billy Madison, but the heart of Bobby Boucher. So he's obviously an aggravation of all of Adam Sandler's characters. <laughs> but you will struggle to find in cinema a more selfless character. Can you think of a moment where Adam Sandler... Oh, sorry, where Sandy Wexler tried to do something for himself? Like to better himself, and not once does he mention, um, you know, his cut or making money. It's he's, yeah. he's so ridiculously mm. selfless, and I just, I just found that really admirable. The only thing I could think of was when he tells him not to swim in the pool because he obviously doesn't want to get kicked out of his house. That's the only thing <laughs> that I'm like scared about. That. He's thinking about himself. 
But apart from but that's that, that's fine. You can you can do that. Okay. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I think he's okay yeah. by doing it. But I just yeah, despite being a chronic liar, which I think A is probably true to the real character, and B was a little bit of a comedic ploy. Like some of the times where he would just like, oh, you just said this, and he's just like, no, I didn't. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like I think they used it for comedy more than just him. But he was, he was charming. Like he apologized to his clothes when he doesn't wear them. I just oh, God. <laughs> there was this real sincerity to him. Um, and I think the fact that we had the luxury of seeing him behind closed doors, that we could see that everything that everyone else saw was the real him. Like, mm. I just thought he was a really nice, charming, sincere, likable character. Yep. And yeah, I, I thought I really liked the Sandy Wexler character. I thought it, it reminded me of the stupid Adam Sandler character from growing up. Like yeah. all those Adam Sandler movies you watch when you're growing up and compared to some of the other Adam Sandler stuff we watched recently. Yeah. It was a lot, um, yeah, it was a lot more that Adam Sandler that we, we grew up and loved. And so. you can tell they love the real Sandy Werner or whatever his name is yeah. because, yes, they're roasting him and they're taking the piss out of all the silly things he does. Yeah. But, they, you know, he's a sweet guy. Mm. Yeah. And the, the relationship between him and Courtney was believable. Massively, yeah. it mm. was. Because even at the start when he mentioned, like, you know, I never have any kind of real relationship with my clients, I never thought that there was like a romantic link to them initially um, because he, he kept that professionalism yeah. so, mm. so well. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted them. I did like it. Just stood it, but I wanted them to get together because I was like, "You deserve this, Sandy." Yeah, Peter. No, I hated him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I think we spoke of this. Uh, we've spoken about this before with comedies. In that, like, if you're not in from the start, it's hard to get in. It's true. And I just wasn't in with him from the start. So as it went on, I just yeah, I didn't. I mean. There, there were parts of the, of the film that I found funny and, and there were things that he did that uh, was funny, but I, I found him really cringeworthy to watch just because of that voice he was putting on and I, I, I just, I, I, I couldn't get into it, to, into his character. So I, I wasn't in on this as a comedy. Like, I think I laughed once in the whole film. It took me a while to get into it. I think there was only, yeah, only one laugh. I think I've got like three laughs. Yeah. I, yeah. I was in stitches in one moment and I reckon that like opened a bit of a flood for me. Like, it just... Okay. Yeah. Good. I started right, maybe we'll save them for the scenes. The... Any, any other characters that stood out? Because I thought like every, every, other, every other character was a good character that... Yeah. There's yeah, like I, there's not much... Apart, I, apart from Courtney, who Jennifer Hudson played... Um, they keep her really grounded on screen. Um, they always show you that she's kind of this girl who knows where she comes from and she's got a heap of gratitude for Sandy for, for getting her into this life. But all the stuff that she does off screen is like this real A-lister, mm. superstar celebrity, you know, dating everyone, marrying everyone. She obviously gets drunk in that restaurant. But they, they consciously don't show you that. Mm. Um, yeah, it's all happening and yeah, she's got this big life, but... The, the, the Courtney that you see is the one that is, you know, the sweet, appreciative girl of Sandy, which I think is another um, important ploy for them coming together at the end that, you know, if you had shown 70% of her scenes where she's out with other guys and she's getting drunk and she's doing mm. this and that, then you're like, well, does Sandy deserve yeah. to be with her? Or yeah, they? you see it differently that way. So that was, mm. that was kind of good as well because, again, she was a pretty likable character. Yeah. Hmm. So we spoke earlier about the director, Stephen Brill. So it's his second mm-hmm. Netflix film. He did Little Nicky and Mr. Deeds as well with Adam Sandler, and he's also done the he directed the comedy special that we briefly spoke about before too. Okay, what do you think of uh, Adam Sandler's voice in Little Nicky? No, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> I do not like. Just wanted it. to check. <laughs> no, I don't like Little Nicky, but Little <laughs> <laughs> Nicky wasn't great. <laughs> it was bad, but no, I don't like his voice in that at all. But you do like Drunk Billy Madison. I do. I love Billy Madison. Yeah. <laughs> 
uh, any other, like the cast, I thought the cast. I thought, I thought they were all okay. Yeah. Like nothing, nothing I, special, I, nothing bad, but they were all okay. It looks like they would have just a lot of fun doing yeah. these sorts of films because yeah. I just. I mean, there's so many people, and it would have been hard to recast. Wouldn't be anyone left in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't think they even cast them. I think they just say, hey, "Kevin, do you want to do this film? Terry, do you want to do this yeah. film? Yeah, right. All right, yeah. done. Yeah, yeah. seriously, right? yeah, like, you've got like. 10 minutes in this yeah. movie come in for a couple of days and yeah. shoot with me and then you know we're going to get drunk or something yeah. like it's Adam just Sandler's like I'm putting on this big party yeah, yeah. <laughs> everyone just come and we'll film a few scenes wear a suit I'll yeah. give you a line of dialogue to learn it yeah. or you can even read it off a prompt and yeah. you're in that's very true alright let's talk about some scenes Peter seeing as you seem to dislike it the most out of us what, what did you actually like about it oh, so there was just some good some scenes that made me laugh or maybe smile. So I liked this <laughs> good old smile in the, in the grocery store when he meets Barry Bubatsi and he's just been bitten by the dog and so he's like, oh, I got a tattoo. Oh, what of uh, a dog bite? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Is that Peter Petrelli from Heroes? It looked like no, him. no, it looked like him. It no. looked like him though. Oh, okay, he's my IMDb later. Is his name Milo? His name's Milo. Yeah, yeah, Milo. Yeah, Milo Ventimiglia. Yeah. What's Peter Petrelli's name? That's Milo. Oh. So it's him. Oh, I thought yeah. you said Peter. What was that? His actor. No, no, no. Peter I'm like, no, no. His name's name Milo. Yeah, Milo. in Heroes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Same guy. Yeah. Yeah, cool. There you go. Same guy. I'm sure it was. <laughs> um, I, I like the scene where him and Courtney are trying that expensive wine, and he just cannot appreciate the wine, and the guy cracks it at him. It was very. It was, it was very funny. Thousand dollar bottle. Yeah. Of wine. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for his coat. Yeah. <laughs> it's clearly not his coat. No. Yeah. It just, just takes one. I think this is my one. Yeah. <laughs> am I? Am I still going with yeah, that? Yeah. Okay. We want to hear what you got. What you like? Right, um. When when Sandy belts the raccoon with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> that was so good. He's like, oh, I also wasn't expecting it to happen. I thought maybe he'd jump out on him or I'm not sure what would happen. But he just belts him and the guts just yeah. go. And that was my one funny scene. Yeah. That that that, that was funny. <laughs> Um, so when the, when the cougar is trying to seduce him, I was watching that and going, I don't need this scene. This, 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 this is shit until they're on the bed and Sandy turns and her husband's just like on his deathbed coma kind of staring at him and just the faces they make at each other. I started laughing then. I can't do this. I had that in my worst scenes. That was horrible. I thought it was bad until he turns and sees him. And And he's still there 20 years later at the wedding. He's still alive. <laughs> and she's still trying to hit on other people. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I like seeing Rikishi in the wrestling ring. I was scraping the barrel now, but it was good to see Rikishi as a wrestling fan. I'm like, ah, I know him. The big fat guy. Is he the fat guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. the fat guy that Terry Crews yeah. fights. He is an actual wrestler. Is his move sitting on their face? Yeah, basically. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's basically what he does. He suffocates them. <laughs> All right. MJ, what have you got? So the, the goods, initially, as we sort of spoke about, I was really intrigued at the start with the intro with all the celebrities talking about him because straight away, I'm just like, who is this guy? And annoyingly, it made me confused to think whether he's real or not. But I thought that was a really nice way to start it because I'm just like, okay, you've got me. I want to I hear yeah. about this. This is a movie mm-hmm. about a character. It's called Sandy West, so I want to know more. I got that down as my first thing too. So the interview's a good way to progress the story straight up. Yeah. So and you know what? I think it made me think, out of some of the Netflix films we've done, a lot of them do open up films really well. Because I think early on, I, that was my issue that mm. I could never get into these films. But I reckon recently we've had a lot of films where the first scene or, you know, in the first couple of scenes, there's something that really that really pulls you in. So I'm going to keep an eye for that going forward because it, it definitely helps you to try and get into the film. Mm. Um, before I get into, like, f- funny stuff, I really like the scene when he hyped up Terry Crews before that fight. 
And he says, and Terry Crews says, how does your goofy ass have me feeling good right now? And he says, because you know I love you. And that was how I just like summed up. That was what Sandy Wexler was as a manager. And that's how his clients felt about him. And that it got me, got the feels going a little bit. I, I really like that that one where he wins that fight from two where he pays the ref yeah. off because the ref's one of his clients and the, he's got him another gig with the Globetrotters. I thought, you know. Amazing. I, I really yeah, amazing. Um, the scene that had me in hysterics. And at the moment... I, I'm not the fittest guy, but I did a fitness circuit the other day and my body is really sore and I didn't want to laugh because it really hurt when I was laughing, but I was dying watching this scene when they were in the, like, uh, at the recording studio with the producers and stuff and the lights went out. <laughs> the first thing he said is, did you guys pay the electricity bill? <laughs> and then he says, no, you, you stood on the light and he goes, no, I didn't. <laughs> And then he comes off and then he does it again. And then he tries to say that he was making a joke. I was absolutely in stitches when that was happening. I laughed more at your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have that in my forgettable scene. I was worried that Hita was going to say that in his favourite scene. I no. say it. But I, I, I'm glad you got to say that. I was in hysterics when that happened. Um, the other little funny lines that I liked is when... He told Ted Rafferty to go to Magic Mountain and he said that feels very child molestery because he <laughs> wanted to get like market research from his puppets. <laughs> I thought that was good. Um, to your point, I, did, I also didn't love the scene about with the cougar, but I did like it when he said, I was just walking on the carpet on my socks and I didn't want to zap you. <laughs> and then he zapped later on. He goes, there's a zap. Um, and just another when they were playing golf and she was saying that it's in the hips. Yeah. I really wanted her to Happy say it's, it's all, it's all yeah. in the hips. It was a throwback, but I think they could have gone with it's all in the yeah. hips. Um, but I thought that was really cool too. Um, and finally, I just thought the ending at the wedding 20 years later was just really charming. And I think this is a character that deserved a charming ending. So um, I was happy with that too. But that's all from me. All right. So you, yeah, you guys have covered a few already. I liked the whole Northern Lights connections. So like at the start, they're sitting on the bonnet of the car talking about the Northern Lights and she can be a star. And then she releases that song called Northern Lights when he's in the hospital bed and the, the nurse is dancing around. And then finally, you know, the observatory has got the Northern Lights. I like that whole connection throughout. I thought that was a nice But idea. the Northern Lights at the start was one of the worst green screens I've seen in a long time. <laughs> it was, <laughs> it was shocking. <laughs> A bit like the when the Hollywood signs on fire. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was very ordinary. I thought there'd be more to do with that. I thought there was gonna. I thought that was gonna be that guy's breakout or something. Like he's yeah. the guy that lit the Hollywood sign on fire, but <laughs> no, he just lit it on fire. Uh, I liked the sort of continual jokes throughout about like Sandy always being on that wrong side of the choices. So there's like blockbuster jokes, like <laughs> Apple jokes. Yeah. <laughs> Sell your Apple shares yeah. and buy the blockbuster. Yeah. <laughs> Bookstores, you know, they're the way to go forward. <laughs> um, and then like, you know, he says to Courtney, um, you know, animation's dead. Don't do that voice for animated toys for Pixar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really animated good. Toys. It's like, who's going to watch that movie? Yeah, funny. Um, I thought, yeah, like you said before, whenever Jennifer Hudson sang, it was good. I, I liked that <sighs> song where the, she was in the studio with that rapper, Mace or whatever his name was. That, yeah. I thought that was really good. Uh, and I like, like, I like the, the portrayal of her song doing well too. Like the cuts with the billboard charts rising up the charts. I thought that was nicely done. Yeah, it was. Um, I, I thought it was funny when they're at the Grammys and they get that gift bag with like windows 95 and PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was cool. That was good. Uh, and like you, you mentioned before, I thought the scene where she, Courtney's in that restaurant and she calls Sandy to come save her from the paparazzi. I thought that was a nice little, yeah. nice little scene. Hmm. Sort of reconnected them, which was good. It showed that even in her state of mind at that point, Sandy was the go-to, go-to guy, like, yeah. regardless of what's going on. 
the <laughs> what about the scene when the, he's got that client and they're sitting on the couch with their kids and then the kid wants to know what's vagina vaginal discharge? <laughs> Can I have one? <laughs> I love how this girl didn't know and he said it was an ad for a yeah. coffee or something. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Um what did you think of the puppet scene where like he had the heart attack or whatever he had and like <laughs> So I I didn't know that was my bad. Yeah, so I, I, I said did, was, I didn't like that. I thought when it was happening I was like, Don't do this, this yeah. is stupid. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, but but it, I think that's just because I think it was still pretty bad. Yeah. And it was Adam Sandler just like going full Sandler. Yeah. <laughs> I liked the Babes and Butthead prank call at the end. Oh, I didn't no, I didn't like that. Yeah, it was it was just fan of that one. Um, really? Yeah. How polite was Sandy in that whole thing? Yeah. That just shows you the sort of character he was. Alright, Peter, what didn't you like? <laughs> Any scene where Adam Sandler did his laugh and clap. <laughs> like, <"Ha-ha!" laughs> I, hated I didn't like it at the start, it yeah. grew on me. I liked uh, it a lot more. I did not like it. Um, I might start doing it in real life. Oh, don't. Oh, no. <laughs> Please don't. Um, so, the fir- their first recording scene, and the guy doesn't push the record yeah, button I've got that in twice yep. for a movie that was so damn long, you didn't need to just keep on going with that joke. Just just do it once, it would have been fine. It then. just went on and on, and this yeah. movie was long enough as it was. That's exactly what I <laughs> Yeah, we had that too. Um, so, w- when he has the car accident, and the two guys come and beat him up, the punches just looked awful that we were throwing at him. It went nowhere near hit him. And I think I've said this a couple of times in that gives me, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I really get angry when punches, they don't look like they land and hit. I, I, I didn't like it. I didn't like that scene either, but mm. I think I was just annoyed that they beat him up. It just seemed, it's, it's like, why? Yeah. And then nothing well, came over, from it. Overreaction of, oh, yeah. Yeah, accidentally hit. He, he wants to do it. So like swap yeah, details yeah, and stuff. My insurance. Like a normal thing to do. Yeah. I think also he could rock up to the Quincy Jones's place looking like mm. down and out. So everyone could make fun of him. Yeah. And also he could have like three or four jokes of what actually yeah. happened yeah. to him. Yeah. <laughs> so what is, was one of them like that he got hit by a moose or something? Yeah. <laughs> Um, I also didn't like when he kind of he breaks it off with Courtney and he's in the car crying and again it just Wait, went on sorry. and on and on and that was I agree mm. but that made me sad because I cared for him and I was like God oh, he's just yeah. doing everything he thinks is right for yeah her. I, I, it, 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 it was, but I agree it, it was, was sad and you felt but yeah just like other scenes I think it just went on and on and actually at, at that point I remember because I, I I paused the movie because I wanted to go get a drink or something and I pause it and there's an hour left still. That, like, oh my god, really? That got me as well. We still still got an hour to go. It's like two hours and twenty minutes, wasn't it? Or yeah, something like that. Yeah, and that's the same with Ridiculous mm. Six. It was like, hang on, this film goes for over two hours, and it doesn't have to. Mm. Mm. No, hopefully, you learns from that. Mm. But uh, no, MJ, MJ, yours? Uh, I, all of mine have been said, but I, I, I had the recording scene being too long, the beating him up scene, that negotiating scene with Kevin James. Um, but the other one was that scene in the, in the supermarket. I just that was the start for me where it was everything was getting too slow. Yeah, the scene was fine, but the the dialogue was just too much that the half of it wasn't even relevant. Mm. Um, and that was that scene was followed by the recording scene. So there was two scenes in a row where I was just like, "Come on, like get to something." So that was my biggest gripe with the film: too slow. Yeah, I had so I had the the studio recording. I had the turning the lights off. I had the <laughs> Uh, neighbor who was half dying watching them try and get it on. <laughs> the dogs. I didn't find that a recurrent. Like, the dog's always chasing him. I didn't find that funny. I, found, is, it, I found it frustrating and annoying. They didn't chase anyone else. No. Yeah. Did, what did Todd think? Uh, so, this is... So, my dogs were absolutely zonked out and they were in the other room. But that was one of the things that would get them going because yeah. they were so loud. Yeah. And they still didn't even wake up. And I was so lucky. 
that the dogs were so tired during this because that was made. Yeah, of- yeah, I don't know. I didn't find that funny. Uh, the saying goodnight to his suits because he loves them. I just thought that was ridiculous. <laughs> Not needed. But it was three seconds. Yeah, but the three seconds they could have <laughs> yeah. cut off. If you cut off all three, three seconds, seconds. All, all that up after get, a while. That was, <laughs> get it in under two hours. I like that he says that he, no, he apologised to his suits for not wearing them. He was like, sorry. sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Marie Kondo would have loved that. <laughs> no, she would have been like, oh, yeah. They would have never threatened You've Marie Kondoed your clothes. I saw that on Instagram, Peter. Uh, I did, without knowing I was Marie Kondoing them. I was sensing but, a lot of joy being sparked <laughs> from, from that. Um. Sure, yeah. So, what a what a stuff I had to say goodbye to that I <laughs> had holes in it, but I still wanted to keep them, and the wife made me throw them away. <laughs> it's got a spark joy, though. Um, that Mr. Buttons writing that suicide note and then hanging yeah, himself. Yeah, that was a bit intense. It was way intense, like for the whole, um, the rest of the film, and then it was like, I don't know, they tried to make a comedy by having the light lightning and the rain outside. Had like we that. heard of Mr. Buttons prior to that? And early on you did because they made a thing about, you know, I'm never going to be a Mr. Buttons who gets his uh, own yeah. show and all that sort of stuff. And then it was just like, well, okay. it's so convenient now that he can get the show. Because I made the link pretty easily because he said something like, we need a miracle. Yeah. And then obviously that guy. I, I didn't I didn't mind the um, the puppets coming Dropping down. At the end. Yeah, I think that kind of lightened it a little bit. I tried to. I don't know. I just thought it was, yeah, a little bit out of context for the rest of the film. And... I really at the end I basically Adam Sandler sings that no business like show business I really like that song but I don't get why you finished with him singing it like you've got Jennifer Hudson standing right next to you that was the gag though I know I, but it wasn't funny like yeah. if you want to end it on a high note give her give her a song let her belt it out this movie was called Sandy Wexler not Courtney Clark <laughs> well rename it <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, I, I wanted to hear, love to hear her sing one more song as much as it yeah but it was, it was an appropriate choice of song because this film was about the industry yep Exactly. All right, are we ready to move on to like themes and yes. stuff? Yeah, yes, mm. we are. I think there's a few little things that we're saying. Some nice little messages. What do you got for us? Family. So obviously, family's a big one. Mm-hmm. Always being there for your family, um, your clients. Like mm. they're a part of his. Family. Yeah, they're a part of his family. Yeah. 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 He, I thought he did a, a good job of always look like you said before. Never really looked for himself. Always looked for others. Yeah. yeah. And then working in this real cutthroat industry with you know. He didn't really work with too many stars, but in general, working with stars, he was the one that valued friendship and people mm. uh, higher than anything else, which no one else seemed to do. Yeah, um, he did represent that guy from Indiana Jones who <clears throat> yeah he got his heart pulled out, out in the Temple of Doom. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you, yeah, you never hear one once hear Sandy talk about his money or his cut or anything like that. No, and that was one of the first things they say at the start, all the um, endorsements. Just like he just cared about his clientele so much. Yeah, doing what's best for you. He always did what was best for everyone else. And we've got to remember, this is a film largely made by Adam Sandler and his mates who know this industry inside out. Yeah. And it's their way of being like, this is someone who did it right. Yeah. What about sort of like second chances too? I think there's a there's this sort of theme of, you know, Sandy's getting this second chance as well as most of his clients. Most of them all got another go at something because mm. of him. And the daredevil had about 15 chances. <laughs> All those birds and bats just kept on getting him. <laughs> that was actually free. I did. I almost wrote it down when he's like, "Okay, so birds during the day, bats at night." Now we know this is a good thing. <laughs> that was another Adam Sandler voice. <laughs> so, because his last, he was in hospital because he got burnt alive, pretty much. Yeah. Did we see him like recovered? I don't remember. He was I, at the wedding. He was at the wedding. Okay. Yeah, he had long hair. It would have been nice to see him do one last nice stunt that went yeah. wide for a change at, at the wedding. 
<laughs> yes, he, he did alright in the pool. None of them, mm. still none of them, apart from Kevin James's Ted Rafferty, none of them actually made it. Yeah, like she made that chick made the ad, the commercial for the <laughs> yeah, that sacked him. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. even like Terry Crews, Terry Crews' character, you never see him come back from his when he was singing in the ring for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Why did you make me sing? He's like, they like it. <laughs> yeah. I think the, like truth and lying is another massive thing too. Like, yeah. as soon as he's, you know, Weird Al sits down with him and says, you know, the reason we broke up was because you lied, and you lied through that whole film. So I did like how he's like, you know, I understand why you broke up with me because I got too close to you. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason you thought I broke. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but I liked Stanley Wexler less when he was not like <laughs> Adam Sandler told this story on um, Conan about Sandy saying they were driving this is early in his career they were driving to do a show on some uh, some morning show and they were, there was a picket fence out the front and, and Adam Sandler was like so why what, what's going on here and he's like oh it's the cameraman they're picketing He's like, well, hang on, you didn't tell me this. Oh, I didn't think it would concern you. And he's like, well, I can't go through a picket fence. Like, it's not what I, what, not what I'm going to do. Like, they're obviously striking for pay mm. or whatever it is. He's like, that's okay. We'll go around the back. He's like, that's not the point. They'll see me on the show, and it, and it's going to look bad on me. And he goes, I don't think they watch the show. And he's like, well, their family see the show. And he goes, do you know that most cameramen are divorced? And he's like, it's not the point. Like, <laughs> and then apparently, so he didn't do the show. And the next morning, there was a there was an article saying, you know, Adam Sandler doesn't walk through picket fence. And or picket line, and Sandley walks in with the newspaper and says, "See, I told you this would be good publicity." He's <laughs> <laughs> just like this. This guy, like they've lived this whole life with him. They're like, we have to make a movie about him. You can just see it. Yeah. Anything else? Excuse that tangent. Nah. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's a good story. It's good. 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 All right, so what do we take from the film? I, I enjoyed the soundtrack. Like you spoke about earlier, I thought the Red Hot Chili Peppers too. at the start. Red Hot Chili Peppers, there was a uh, Runaway Train was on there, yeah. which I like that song, so there's some good songs on there. And plus the original ones that Jennifer Hudson mm, sang. Yeah, yeah that were some good ones. This film felt to me early on like the Forrest Gump of like the Hollywood industry. It felt like Sandy Wexler was kind of just in everything yeah, somehow. Yeah, it's a, it's like a good, this guy who's maybe not yeah. all there. <laughs> not to the level of Forrest Gump yeah. being the masterpiece that it is. But I just got that feeling it was similar to that. Uh, I, th- I thought the production values were quite high as well. Yeah. It would have been a better experience in the cinema, but I wouldn't have wanted to pay 20 bucks to go and see yeah, it. Exactly. It's a bit like Don't Go Away, Zohan. Yeah, I like, saw that in the cinema. Yeah, I saw that in the cinema too. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the last Sandler film I saw in the cinema. Yeah. Still haven't seen that one. <laughs> but this makes it a good choice for Netflix because yeah. um, it's readily available for you. I agree. All right, IMDb. This is where we, um, if we while we're watching the film, jump on IMDb to check out any of the characters or actors. Heater. Yeah. So, so, so mine was uh, was the guy in the grocery store who is Milo Ventimiglia. So I haven't seen Heroes. So I work out where he's from. He's Rocky Balboa's son. Hmm. That's how I know him. In Creed? In Rocky Balboa. Oh, sorry. Yep. Yeah, the, the, the sixth one. Yeah, the one before, the one before Creed. Creed. Yeah. 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 When he when he comes out to fight the um the world champion when he's like sixteen, his son's his, his son plays a, a pivotal well, pivotal part, a, a decent role in that. But yeah, he plays um he's Rocky he's Rocky's Fun son. Fun fact about him, he mm. is also in the video clip for Fergie's Big Girls Don't Cry. <laughs> Which I remember okay, because well. it was out like the same time as Heroes, and I'm like, "Whoa, how'd she get him in it?" <laughs> um, um, MJ, what about you? Mine was uh, Lamorne Morris, who played Bling, um, was Kevin from Game Night, which is obviously uh, quite a recent one. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, um, looked very familiar. That was a good movie. Mine was, was a good movie. Yeah. Mine was fairly late in the film. Um, 
thing is, most people in this film you know. You know, so yeah. it's, it's not a case of. So mine was the nurse um, when he's in hospital, and she's the one that wants Jenna oh, Hudson's who, yeah, who was she? So her name's Kate Matucci. Um, she's Velma's voice in all the Scooby Doo like animated shows. Which like I was like straight away, I'm like, oh yeah, I know that. But she's also loose in Big Bang Theory. She's one of the one of the girls who's always in Big Bang Theory. If you watch Big Bang Theory, but she's in she's in so much. What, yeah, what's her name? Lucy Matucci. M I C U C C I. Michucci. Um, yeah, she's, but yeah, she's the voice of Velma in, like, I watch heaps of the Scooby-Doo animated stuff. Um, so <laughs> straight away her voice was like, yep, bang, gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. M-I-C-U-C-C-I. So we're doing a bit of live uh, IMDb. Yeah. On the show. <laughs> I, you know what? I should have, I should have done her, but I, um. She's been in heaps. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like, that's, I, was, I thought you were going to say something that we've seen on Netflix, so maybe not, but I feel like she's in something I've seen recently as Like well. her list of credits, like, is out of control, like heaps, lots of voice acting. She's, she's, just got that, she's just got that face that you recognize. Yeah. Like. She does voices in like Steven Universe, if you've seen that. She's in that easy show again. Um, she's definitely um, like comedy as well, yeah? Yeah, yeah. She does um, Powerpuff Girl voices, you know, yeah. Anyway, all right, so let's move on. Let's yeah, kill. Let's move on. <laughs> questions, got any questions for us? I, I don't. Do you? Well, mine was about the ball sweat guy. I'm like, did you guys recognize yeah. the ball sweat guy announcing the daredevil? Yeah, sure did. That, that was did. another good funny lying moment. He goes, you said my name wrong. He goes, no, he didn't. He goes, yeah, the second time he got it right. He goes, no, he got it right the first time. He goes, you got his name right, yeah? And he goes, yeah, the second time. He's like, yeah, but you know it. <laughs> um, He's good. I like that guy. My question was, what was the big deal about the pool? Like, why? What would have? What was the big issue with? <laughs> yeah, it's a good question. Like, the only thing I can think of is like he literally has nothing else, and yeah. if he loses that house, he's screwed. That's like, that's what I thought. But he obviously has no intention of like checking out the actual big house. Nah, so I, he has no intention of anything. No, he's no. got free rent. <laughs> yeah. I get that, but like the pool, as long as you don't go in the pool. <laughs> the pool, he could use that pool. There's no like, I'm just not, he's not going to mess it up or anything. It also, uh, it also seemed like the, the landlord was a pretty chilled guy. Just spent his day just watching him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just being a creep. And <laughs> um, and the other question I had was, why is it so long? Why is the film so long? Yeah, it's almost a bit know, too self indulgent yeah. in yeah. that sense. Um, it didn't need to be that long. So so long. He obviously has complete free reign. I know we hear that Netflix yeah. doesn't like to micromanage too much on mm. their films, um, but they would have a lot of say in some cuts yeah. and final cuts and whatnot. But maybe part of this contract is that yeah. I will send you a film and I, I can do what I want. It's, yeah. it's finished when I send it to you. Yeah. Sort of thing. yeah. All right. So looks like we're at that stage where we're going to give our own sort of a rating for the film. We give it a rating out of five. Hita, what do you think? So yeah. <laughs> I didn't like this movie. Um, it was it was way too long and slow, and there weren't enough laughs. For me, I thought this was actually uh, the worst of his three Netflix movies to date. I prefer the other two over this one. Um, I give it one and a half out of five. One and a half out of five. Okay. Did you enjoy the conversation about it? This conversation was a lot better than the movie. So out of five, what would you give our conversation? Oh, conversation is always a five. <laughs> sometimes we get a six. Sometimes we do Ooh, get a six out of five. 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 Good. MJ. Um, I didn't mind it. I think. This is, I'm really starting to discover that I still really like Adam Sandler. Um, I just, I just like him. Um, I found the running time and some of the scenes dragging on quite a bit. Um, the movie definitely didn't have to be over two hours, but I had a few laughs. I enjoyed the characters. I got to listen to Jennifer Hudson sing, which has always been a favorite pastime of mine. Um, three stars. All right. So 
like I said earlier, I'd seen the film when it came out and I did remember enjoying it. So I liked the relationship between Sandy and Courtney and think it sort of gave the film a bit of heart, even if it was too long and not really funny. The tricky thing for me was I had to look at what I gave the other Adam Sandler films. I did that. I said to check that as well. Because, so I gave Ridiculous 6, 2.5 and and the Do-Over 3. And I liked this better than them both. I gave the Do-Over 3 as well. Yeah, but I couldn't give this a 3.5. No, it's not a 3.5. So, yeah, so. (laughs) Your face. (laughs) No, you could not. (laughs) So, I'm giving it a 3. Yeah, it's a solid 3. Yeah. So, Hita, what does that give us an average? It's going to bring it down a fair bit. 2.5. 2.5. Okay. So, 2.5 out of 5. Sounds about right. We have social media. We have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We are at Flix Forum. <clears throat> Pop a question up for the week. And the question this week is, what's your favourite Adam Sandler film? Because I, I could... Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I'd probably say Billy Madison. Yeah, I'd probably say Billy Madison Or too. maybe Sandy Wex. Sandy Lex. Oh, <laughs> I would hope this is your favourite one. <laughs> so get on board. Give us your answer. Um, obviously, you're listening to us, so thank you very much. If you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, give us a good rating. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Next week... We are looking at the 2017 war drama film. Oh, Hita. War drama war film? War drama. Oh, ho. I can tell you're going to like this already. <laughs> no, it's idea. called Sand Castle. Oh, nearly Sandy Wexler. <sighs> Sandy Wexler's Castle. No. <laughs> it's, the, it's the sequel to the 2017 comedy, Sandy Wexler. <laughs> I might have to skip that podcast. Sorry, boys. I'll be an apology. <laughs> directed by Stephen Drill, starring Adam Sandler. Stephen Drill. <laughs> no, sorry. It's directed by Fernando Coimbra. It stars Nicholas Holt, Logan Marshall Green, Henry Cavill. All right. Ooh, Superman. Henry Cavill. Glenn Powell, Bo Knapp. Neil Brown Jr. and Tommy Flanagan. So Tommy Flanagan. Yeah. Oh, you should have said ha ha. <laughs> no, I would never do that. I can't wait for this movie. Good. I love Tommy so Flanagan. We'll, ch- we'll chat about that one next week, as usual. We've had a, a bit of a, a good little giggle and laugh. So thanks for being here. That's okay. Cool. cool. Don't have to answer me. Thanks, boys. <laughs> no, I thought thanks, to, Jesse. I thought you were telling the listeners thanks for being here. Oh, I was yeah. you guys. Were I, I, thought, I thought you were going to keep going a bit there. The listeners aren't really here. I th- yeah. Well, I'm going to thank the listeners because you mean a lot to us. If you ever want to have a chat about anything, reach out. We're all here. We're we're happy to chat. Yeah. Hmm. All right. We'll see you guys next week. See you, boys. Bye.